0: Hello, welcome back to Pearl Street Cinema. I'm your host, Nick Fugel. With me, as always, Mike Williams. What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, we are recording two podcasts uh, today because Mike is going on a Judas trip with everybody else. Either it's going to be great or I will die in New Hampshire. It's not a bad place to die. No, I mean, nice scenery. At least I'll be on the beach. Yeah, that's a good place to fucking die. So, we wanted to start our first branch off of Pearl Street Cinema uh, at Pearl Street Studios, of course, and we're going to just talk about a little, little sports today. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA, the off season, and, I mean, where, where else to start but Kevin Durant just chipping on up to San Francisco. When you heard the news
1: that he was going to go to the Warriors were you did you look at your phone and think it was a missed notification no you uh, like you you thought it was a plausible thing that was gonna happen like I I knew it was possible I didn't think it was fucking plausible dude
0: yeah because like I like uh, me and Mike have talked about off the podcast um, I that's all I do is read on the NBA Uh, most of my Twitter is NBA writers and (laughs) And guys who know a lot about the NBA, like, I follow this uh, Canadian gambler who literally makes a living off of betting on the NBA. He's a millionaire. So, I'm very informed. And the rumor came up, uh, I mean, it, it, you know how things float around, back channels and everything, but this year it was, like, a thing. Like, oh, by the way, the Warriors could get Durant if they let Harrison Barnes walk. So, it can't, he got six meetings... Uh, Celtics, Warriors, Thunder, Heat, Clippers, and Spurs.
1: Super surprised that he didn't go and listen to what the Wizards had to say. Just because he's from D.C. and they have all the money in the world and two All-Stars. But yeah, continue. As a
0: Celtics fan, it's hysterical to continually watch Lakers and Knicks fans be delusional. And the fact that they couldn't even get a meeting is fucking hysterical. Oh yeah, it's hysterical. Two of the most proud franchises in the NBA, seriously. Like, their super team with Derrick Rose and Joakim. No, I have fun with that. So, by the end of it, he had narrowed it down to Celtics-Warriors. So, yeah, by the time the news actually broke, I wasn't surprised. Also, being a a cynic, you know, I figured he wasn't going to come to the Celtics. So, yeah, it wasn't really surprising, but just to see it was pretty crazy. I mean, aside from... All of the
1: obvious things that jump out at people, you know, like not wanting to be the first banana, you know, going to a team that's already well established, like all, all of the character issues that people bring up about a decision like this. I was thinking in terms more of why play in such a hard conference, though, you know, like even how dominant they were. Their playoff run wasn't that easy. I mean, Steph got banged up, and then they went through some trials and tribulations. They didn't just coast through the playoffs, you know? I feel like if he would have went to the East and played with us, because I'm a fucking homer, I wanted him to come for the Celtics, but right. I feel like he's we're automatically the better team now. We're, we're automatically better than Cleveland. Automatically. By getting him. Uh, I think so, dude. We uh, signed Horford first, we get him, we retain players, and then we make another move, dude, because, you know, we have... As, as many picks as we want, I think we'd be the better team. Within within one day of him signing, the other people who would be willing to take less money to come and play with us in the East, dude, I think we'd be the better team.
0: Uh, it, it would, I mean, we'd be competable, but I mean, this is a Cavs team that literally just beat the 73-win Warriors team, so you gotta wait for things to, people to gel, especially not the first year, I don't think we, I mean, we'd have a puncher's chance, I'm not saying, but... Nobody, you know, KD can match up with LeBron, obviously. I mean, Durant's the third or fourth or fifth best player in the league, depending on who you talk to. But, I mean, they have Kyrie. And our second-best player would be Al Horford, and Al Horford compared to Kyrie Irving. I mean, especially not a regular season Kyrie Irving, but a focused, playing defense Kyrie Irving. A locked-in Kyrie Irving is, you know, he's really good. How does KD's floor
1: presence affect Isaiah Thomas, though? Because this kid, you know, all-star last year, great player. He's on the floor. The floor spreads even more now. What kind of contributions do we get out of him? I just feel like maybe we're not as good as Cleveland. And the same way Cleveland wasn't as good as the Warriors. But if it comes to an Eastern Conference Finals-type situation, I feel like that green team could have, in a lot of different scenarios, beat... The Cavs, and they still haven't re-signed J.R. Smith, have they? No. Well, dude, so they could be down him too. Who knows? I'm. I I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, this is all just pipe dreams because we'll never fucking know. But I just feel like with the addition of him, plus the way Isaiah came into himself last year we would be a really, really formidable, formidable fucking team. No,
0: I'm not saying, but to say we would be better with them would never work because they have the best player on the planet. That's true. That's true. LeBron James is around. But I'm talking about in a conference (coughs) finals type situation, anything goes in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I understand, but it's weird. Basketball is the ultimate team sport because there's five guys, one ball. True. And it's a very fast-moving game, and there's a lot of ego and chemistry that goes into it. And you have to sit. But at the end of the day... Usually, the best player wins out, and so that's what happened in the finals. LeBron was the best player on the planet. Yeah, he was better than anybody else playing basketball at the time, and willed himself to the win. And that's usually how it works. You go back and look at, you know, there, there are exceptions every now and again, like the 2004 Pistons beating the Lakers, but that's because literally Shaq and Kobe were beefing so mad at each other yeah. that their talent their their talent was literally overshadowed by how toxic that yeah. uh. locker room was. But it does not happen often. Uh, Dirk in the Mavs against LeBron that it was first unbelievable. year. Unbelievable! But th- that's what happens
1: when, dude. But I, I think that actually kind of lends itself to what you were talking about because it doesn't matter how long you're the best player on the planet. It only matters in that series. Yeah. Dirk was the best player on the planet for those six games. There's no question. Yeah. He was. What do you What do you go What do you go fucking eleven for twelve? Or something? In game five or Down something? Down the stretch. Down like the one strip. of those games, yeah. It was, like, unbelievable, dude. He was, like, fucking 15 of 16 from the floor. Like, 48 points. He was just... He he would not be denied.
0: And LeBron got shell-shocked. And he was no longer the best player on the planet anymore. For real? There was a lot of swings. I don't know. It was, it's weird. KD going... I mean, this is never... I mean, not only is it hard to sign a player in his prime... And he's still going to be in his prime for at least a good three years. I mean, he's seven feet tall. He has had foot problems, so it's a little bit of a worry. But, obviously, it doesn't really matter when you're trying to get these guys. That's hard enough to do in free agency. That rarely ever happens. You get a guy switching teams. It does not happen often. And now you're replacing Harrison Barnes, who's a good player. He's serviceable. He's a starter in this league. And... This 73-win team just added the third-best player in the league. I mean, mm. this is just... It's unprecedented. And not only that, they can all shoot. This is the first time that two 50-40-90 players have been on the same team. And they're both in their prime. They're both... Steph's 27, KD's 28 or 27. And then you got Draymond Green and Klay Thompson and Andre Iguodala and Steve Kerr and Livingston off the bench. It's disgusting. I mean, people don't realize it. I mean, it's just going to be... It's a foregone conclusion. I mean, if LeBron can really beat these guys, I mean, then something went dramatically wrong. So it's a foregone conclusion, LeBron out of the East? Oh, of course. It always is.
1: Well, yeah, it's gross. It's what could happen in the West, though? Is, is the West just counted out because Tim Duncan retired? But not- La- LaMarcus Aldridge, dude, that kid in the playoffs. Do you remember him last year? I think he had three straight 40... 40- 40-plus games. They're a very formidable team. They have some old parts working out, but like we said, in a playoff situation, could there be an upset? No. No? Warriors aren't worried about them. They can't score enough. That's true. That's true. And they can't slow the tempo down. Is that what you're saying, too? Like they can't make them play in the half court?
0: Well, they could, but it's just... It's just too much. Yeah. It, was yeah. too much. it was too much last year. Yeah. I mean, they were never really worried. The only team... You were, <clears throat> they were worried about were the Thunder. And what you brought up before was, you know, their their road to the finals wasn't exactly easy. Well, that's because the Thunder were playing out of their mind, yeah. and Durant just left the Thunder. I mean, that's the other part of this, is that this... The best team that you play, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Be, the best, the team that that is their biggest rival in the West just lost Kevin Durant. You know, Westbrook... I mean, Westbrook will probably drag them to 50 wins, but they'll never be able to beat them in a playoff series. I mean, the Spurs are great, and they got Kawhi, and they got Lamarcus, and they got Greg Popovich, of course, but, I mean, Tony Parker's still the starting point guard. He's 63 years old. Manu's still coming back, you know. 64 years old. They just... They can't... They're going to be a great defensive team, like always, and I'm sure Popovich will slow it down even more this year, just to emphasize that, but, I mean... I just don't know if they can do it. I think LaMarcus is too soft. To beat the Warriors, the Thunder showed it. You have to be super long, super athletic, and you got to kill them on the boards. And LaMarcus is a great scorer. He's the best mid-range shooter in the game, probably. But just... The Spurs just... I mean, they could retool in a year you know, but just this year it's just not, I, can, I don't see it. They'll be great as always and they'll win a shitload of games and of course you'll be worried about them in the playoffs but...
1: I understand what you're saying. Their lack of perimeter scoring besides Kawhi, like the two older gentlemen that you brought up, it re- kind of requires him to come off pick and rolls and more and he's not there for the offensive boards to be able to, you know, be a formidable match because they need him to score more, they need him to shoot more, they need him to be 10 feet away from the basket, you know? Yeah. I of I, I I get it. I'm picking up what you're putting down.
0: And it, it's it happened for uh, happened three years ago when the Spurs were up two nothing on the Thunder and the Thunder just roared back and won four straight. I mean the Thun, the Spurs one weakness is athleticism and the Warriors are just out of control. All right, so next question, covering a
1: litany of topics, I like it. Fugit works fast over here with this basketball shit, guys. He loves this. <laughs> How many games does it go in the finals? Golden State Cavs. You think they push it to six? Because you're you're already handing it to Golden State. We already established that.
0: Honestly, I don't even think you can with LeBron at this point. I mean, seven games of LeBron at his height is just... It's still, as he proved, it's still too much. But at the same time, if Draymond doesn't get suspended in game four, a lot of people believe the series is over in five. And the the Warriors won 4-1. It could be. A lot of people... A lot of smart people seem to feel that way. It could
1: be there's giant swings like that. It's a big thing, dude. All the rotations change when a person doesn't play. People play more minutes. You have to fucking defend different people. It is. It is a. It is a reasonable thing to bring up, but it's one of those hindsight fucking things. You'll never really know.
0: So who knows? I mean. So you you think the Cavs could push it to seven? Only because of LeBron. Only because of LeBron, yeah, well, I mean, yeah just of Because he could be...
1: Well, like you said, though, there could be one game that Kyrie just goes crazy too. Because you said Kyrie's you know, yeah. Kyrie's right there. He could win him a game, maybe, it's, at the end. It's you know? just
0: like, you, you go back and you look at that series, and you see this Warriors team, and you replace Harrison Barnes being scared in the corner with a guy who won MVP two years ago. So, I mean, it just... It feels like it should be a formality. It probably will be a formality, unfortunately. I mean, maybe somebody gets injured, but even then, it's still like, holy shit. You know, they have literally four of the best...
1: They Yeah, like, I get what you're 11
0: saying. ...11 players in the league.
1: They have the luxury of losing two starters, which no other team in the could, NBA And they has. could still win And still win, again. yeah. Yeah. Alright. Fucking A. So, Next question. We obviously know, I I had a couple questions queued up for Nick, but he's answered most of them with these (laughs) eloquent-ass soliloquies that he's going on, people. But, um, yeah, uh, obviously we know who we think the biggest winner in free agency is.
0: Right. Who's the biggest loser in your eyes, Nick? Oh, there's so many good ones. I mean, like we've talked about before, the Knicks... You yeah, know, at least they did something, but I mean, and they didn't really tie up any money, I mean, besides giving Noah that deal, Jesus. But I mean, Rose is a one-year guy, so it's not really that big of an issue. So they're they're funny. It's just funny cuz Knicks, you know, we live in the Northeast and yeah. so there's a lot of Knicks fans around here oh, and yeah. within the area, and it's just so funny to see them every year just try to do this thing where they love boosting it up and then they just fart out. Um, I mean, the Lakers, that's a tough one. Because they didn't even get
1: meetings, like you said, dude. Couldn't even get... You're supposed meet- to be one of the most prestigious franchises out there, and you can't even have
0: people give you the time of day. Not to mention the dysfunction at the end is, of the fucking season. Yeah, it's very Holy high. shit. And, they, you know, like, their biggest move was signing Mozgov. I mean, that's... Sh- I mean, for... Just by s- standards-wise, it's that's a pretty tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Miami... I mean, Pat Riley literally let Dwayne Wade walk.
1: What? What? What was he gonna do?
0: Oh, yeah. Got- he had nothing to keep him there, dude. Yeah, but he didn't get anybody. Either. That's true. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> they, they literally. Stri- I mean, their starting lineup is gonna be Dragic. Dion Waiters who they just brought in Dion, Dion, they brought in Dion Waiters to replace D-Wade just think about that for a second
1: dude didn't Dion Waiters get like 58 million dollars too because they had to reach the 2.6 yeah. no just oh really yeah dude who got oh maybe, oh no maybe it wasn't on the heat yet but somebody's gonna have to get paid because they're gonna have to reach the basement dude which is fucking ridiculous well they did
0: they paid Whiteside
1: oh they paid Hassan White that's who got paid Hassan Whiteside what do you got like 111- dollars? $100 yeah
0: 109 million dollars yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ dude and then yeah it'll be him and Justice Winslow is really good, but I mean they're not going to be able to score at all. And the, the, I mean they're out of it, and that's a team that they they should have been a threat to sign Durant, you know. And then Bosch might not even Bosch not might not play be able to play basketball ever again because of his heart problems. Yeah. So they took they had a rough <clears throat> off season. The Mavs did what they always do. They're going to be competent because uh Cuban is very loyal to Dirk and he knows he wants to win, so they sign Harrison Barnes. But they never
1: they never do even even when they won, even when when in eleven when they beat Miami, they never go for it. You ever notice that? They're like they'll make like you said, they they'll make them competent. You'll be relevant. They'll be the six or seven seed you know, but you have fucking Dirk and Vitsky dude. Like, you well, think you would go for it every they, now and again? They
0: do. They just they strike out. Cuban's gone after everybody. Cuban went after Cuban went after Bosh. He gave him the offer. He went after Mello. Went after LeBron. I mean, oh, uh, DeAndre Jordan, but DeAndre Jordan. He's I mean, he's gone after guys. I'm DJ, by the way, and for the Team USA, they were playing China. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking hysterical. <laughs> Just catching alley oops left and right, just terrifying people. Did I, I read I read it correctly? They beat them by like forty five points, right? Yeah, it was like one hundred six to fifty seven, something oh. like that. They're oh. playing tonight too in Oakland. Kevin Durant's first game in Oracle. Yeah, they played in LA the other night. The Clippers are just gonna do the same thing, run back the same squad. I mean, not a lot. I mean, a lot of players moved. But not a lot of things changed.
1: Ice cube with a licked smile. I got it going on. A nigga that's living in the city of a criminal zone. One time can't keep the law in order. Cause everybody's going crazy for a quarter. You tuned in to the number one crew in the area. The way I'm talking, I'm scaring you. I'm daring you. To raise hell and bell and brag and sack. But be down for your flag. Yeah.
0: might be able to crack the top four. I mean, maybe. Because you got to think the Thunder are going to fall out. So you're going to have the Warriors, Spurs, and Clippers at the top. And then there's room for somebody to sneak in there. Maybe Portland. I mean, Minnesota should make the playoffs this year with Tibbs. Carl Anthony Towns is a monster. I think this is the year where
1: the Clippers finally self-destruct like they've been on the verge of imploding with all of their fucking drama and and heartbreaking losses over the past 4 or 5 seasons. I just I feel like this is the year where they just they I don't think they're going to You have to trade Blake. The Thunder have to trade Westbrook too, by the way. <sighs> unless they can unless they can get him to stay to sign Blake.
0: Yeah, but if you if you don't think there's a, if you don't think there's a 100% chance You
1: got to get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to get rid of him 100%. If you don't think Blake's going to come, of course,
0: you got to get rid of him now. And it goes back to the Durant thing because when you got two stars, you can let it happen. Because obviously you don't want to pull the trigger. Mm. With Durant, you have to you have to try. But you can't let it happen to Westbrook too. Because they these guys drafted Westbrook, Harden, Abaca, and Durant in three years. I mean, they had they had three top five picks in a row and they nailed every single one of them. Durant two, Westbrook three. Harden was three, two, I think. And they trade Harden. I mean, they get Steven Adams out of it, which, I mean, looks pretty good, you know, now. Yeah. But still, I mean, Harden was runner-up to MVP to Steph last year. Durant did win MVP, now he's gone. They traded Abaka to the Magic, I mean, and Westbrook's gone. He's not staying. No, he's not staying. So, you you gotta trade him. You You gotta do something. I mean what would be better than our number 1 pick from Brooklyn i mean that's gonna the nets are gonna be the worst team in basketball next year so that's a top 3 pick i mean that's the best you're going to get how
1: big a losers do you call the green team this year cuz i was griping dude i feel like we had a lot to offer we had very competent packages put together and nobody wanted to shop anybody dude why dude I don't know, dude. There's a lot. There's a lot of players. I feel like we should have been in consideration that other teams should have looked at us for, and they didn't do it. I feel like we would have made some concessions and been able to sign a couple people,
0: dude. Well, we did. We did what we had to. Um, you got to remember this. This was supposed to be her rebuild. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's only been a year and a half since we traded Rondo, and we're. Right there with Toronto for the second best team in the East. That's true. I feel like we were buyers this year, though, and nobody was willing to sell, dude. We had a pick.
1: We have future picks. And we had Olenek and fucking Fat Sully to give up, too, dude. Marcus Smart. and yeah. Yeah, we had some pieces that were competent players, plus picks... You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I feel like the league kind of fucked us. And and why is why are, why is Indiana trying to rebuild? I thought Indiana was gonna blow up and we could get Paul George for a bag of peanuts. But apparently he resigns there and they're trying to sign. Indiana's not gonna do anything. The fuck are they thinking, dude?
0: You don't wanna. I mean, because they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be okay. Look, it's cause it's it's hard, man. Because it's also it also. Um, trickles down to the business side when you trade a star, you know what I mean? Of course, you have to look about, you know, what you're going to be able to do in the next couple years with your cap, of course. It's always, because you you never want to trade a dollar for four quarters, is the way it's always put, and you only want to do it if you have to. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just, stars don't get traded that often, you know, it doesn't happen often, happens enough, but... You know, it's just, it, making that move, not a lot of people have the balls and the job security to make a move like that. I mean... But Bird! Bird's not getting run out of anywhere! Yeah, but you don't want to give up on Paul George, who's literally a top ten player in the league. That's I mean. true, he is a top ten player in the league. And like you said,
1: what who knows the return that you're going to get? But is it, uh, like you said, more of a marketing thing too, like you can't get rid of your one star in a small market like Indiana. So if you get rid of him, who's going to put butts in the seats type deal? So it's a that part mean? of it. Yeah, okay,
0: yeah. And you just, once again, it's so hard to get one of those guys, you don't want to pull the trigger too soon. is That's usually the fear. But, I mean, Boogie would have been traded, but certain, Sacramento's moving into a new arena. I mean, they almost got moved, you know, to Seattle. So, And not to mention, I mean, Vl- Vladi Divac, who's sitting in his front office, GM, you know, somewhere, smoking a cigarette. I mean, that whole franchise is a mess. And it's been a mess for 15-odd years now. Terrible. So. Shout-out Chris Webber. <laughs> C. Webb. <laughs> C. Webb. Mike Bibby,
1: Hito Turkulu, Page Stoyakovich back in the day, dude. T- if it wasn't for Shaq putting it in your mouth every year, you guys probably should have won a couple rings, And too.
0: Tim Donahue refereeing a certain game oh, six. Oh, yeah. I mean, Don't forget about that. The NBA's done a great job of sweeping that under the rug, by the way. Dude, it's because...
1: Dude, if you look at fucking David Stern, his big thing that he was kind of cool about was trying to avoid publicity, but when something broke, he went at it head-on. Like, like, he was victimized by it somehow. You ever notice that? And he was like, we're gonna do whatever we can to get rid of it. And I, I feel like the Andy Pettit... It's kind of like the Andy Pettit thing. He got out in front of the steroids yeah. before people started asking too many questions and then admitted to doing steroids on his term. So, like, this guy, David Stern, would be like... We were victims of this too, nigga. You weren't victim, nigga. Shut the fuck up, dude. But I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's how. I don't know. That's you know, how I
0: feel. You know what's funny? Like he he's gotten a lot of shit, and rightfully so, uh, for a lot of different things. But he was also very good. Yeah, at he was what a great He gym. did. And uh, I remember reading an article about how the NBA's dress code was racist, right? Oh, like eh, coming it, from a black dude, I don't think it was racist. It worked. You know what I mean? It worked. Stuff like that. It's not It's not a racist thing. It's just you have to... Cl- you When you clean it up and you look presentable, it's just the way it is. You got Allen Iverson sitting here with eight gold chains, gold chains on, on and sweatpants, you know, going to the post-game interview. I mean, you're, you're a professional, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And it really wasn't even about
1: that, dude. He was like, hey, I mean, I own three jewelry exchange stores. You know what I'm saying? You guys can wear as much gold as you want, but it was the malice in the palace, dude. Like, after the mouse in the Palace, we had a huge image problem, dude. You know? If you guys don't get into fucking fistfights, maybe you guys could have kept wearing a Nietzsche. Or whatever the fuck was popular back in 03, I forget. But, dude, after that Fubu. fight... FUBU. FUBU. No, these guys were way too rich for that. They were wearing a... Uh,
0: please. This guy, yeah. These guys are wearing white, t- white tees, t- and yeah, white. white tees and
1: chains, dude. And yeah, and when Street. they
0: were, they were wearing that stuff on the bench too, so I yeah, mean, you dude, just can't that's have, the you thing. Just can't have that. know, you know? You're,
1: you're supposed to be a professional, dude. After the malice in the palace, dude, basketball had the biggest black eye of all time. And then your boy, like we're saying again, David Came. Stern, get right ahead of it. We were victims. <laughs> these thugs broke into our re- Dude, those are your employees. And,
0: and like the Tim the Tim Donahue story broke around that same time too. Yeah. Sometimes somehow the NBA survived all that. Dude, because David Stern just a master wizard at sweeping things over the rug. And it's so good. Dude, dude, football
1: will always be the one true motto, or like the true, um, what should I say, like example of it. Fucking, if your product is good, you can do pretty much whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Dude, they're not even playing football like if you if you recorded a football game played fifteen years ago and then watched a football game today, you're like, is this the same is this the same sport? Go back twenty five years, you'd be like, I don't even know if those are the same three sports played consecutively. You know, but if it's good enough, people will bitch, but we'll tune in. And basketball is just that sport, dude. Like a lot you put up with a lot, but it dude, it delivers every time.
0: We can blatantly see how terribly run the NFL is, and it just doesn't matter. I think the most, the, the thing that hurts me the most about it is how bad ESPN has become because of the NFL. Because they completely sold their soul to the NFL once they got Monday Night Football. And that was it. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, Disney's,
1: dude, Disney's making money no matter how they're going to make money, dude. It's not, they're not, a, they're not sports. What do I want to say, dude? They're not, like, real sports journalists. It's, like, it's not, like, journalism, dude. Like, it's just kind of, like, news. It's just like, oh, we're but,
0: showing you news. Yeah, but then, like, like in the 90s, it was just that. Yeah. And then they became more serious as time went on, which is fine. You want to be taken seriously. You want to do E60. You want to do all that stuff. That's fine. When awesome. that
1: shit first came out, it was great.
0: But then you start to sell out... And you just completely are so in the NFL's pocket. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's I like how blatant it is. It's unbelievable.
1: Dude, it's it, it's $9.5 This year, it's going to exceed $10 billion in revenue. And everybody wants their piece, dude. Whether you're supposed to be fucking objective or not, everybody wants their piece.
0: And dude. it doesn't even make any sense. Have you watched a football game lately? The flow is terrible. There's a ton of commercials. There's a ton of penalties. We don't know what it catches I mean, it's not, it's really not, inter- watching a football game is not entertaining anymore. There's just, it, like Mike said, go back and watch a game from 15 years ago, then try to watch a game now. You'd be like, it's garbage. It's hot garbage. Hot fucking garbage. And the funniest thing about it is,
1: it's. I love how you brought up Donahue. How passive are we in the intentionally mis- missed- fucking calls in football like we just accept it as part of the game do you remember like you know like in baseball like when a dude has a terrible strike zone what a baseball player say oh it's just a part of the game mm-hmm. it's how it's always been done it's how we're always gonna keep doing it like us as football fans like we just expect it dude we expect it we're like alright Patriots are driving down the field. We're up ten. Vegas can't let us score right here. We get to the forty. How are they gonna hold us to three, dude? Sometimes I sit in the living room with my good friends on Sundays and have the conversation. How are they gonna hold us to three? How are, how is Vegas, the NFL, and the and CBS? Because you know it's all like it's all one big conglomerate. They all get together and be like, all right, this game can't be a blowout because we need the ratings. Vegas can't, you guys can't fucking cover the spread, and the NFL needs to keep everything nice and tight, dude, so we can package games in the middle of the season that nobody wants to fucking watch, dude. It's, oh, 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 bad chip block. Oh, that's a hold. There was a hold. There was, oh, come on, dude. It's just so, it's such bullshit, dude. There's only holding when Tom Brady's on the 27-yard line, about to punch it in and make it 17 nothing It's bullshit.
0: I, I'm a cynic, but I, I don't believe it's that blatant, but I do believe that there are forces within those companies who position things a certain way to their benefit. I'll say that. I'm not gonna say like, cause, cause you just couldn't have it be that blatant because people would would snitch. Referees don't give a shit. You know they got nothing to lose. You can't you can't have like an earpiece and have him be like, all right, you gotta call a chop block. Oh
1: no, definitely. I you, don't think it's like that. I don't think it's like that. But it's definitely a flow of the game, a tempo type thing, dude. You can it's palatable, dude. It's like ugh. And the way they call TV timeouts, too. Like, when a team's when a team's driving down the field, and I don't agree with TV timeouts, but I understand it's a business. You gotta fucking hot Pepsi. You can't just have these guys playing football for fucking 12 minutes straight. I get it. But, dude, some TV timeouts are so poorly timed. Like, a team is has so much momentum, driving down the field, play after play after play, and then all of a sudden it's just like,
0: and a word from Pepsi. You're like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Soccer seems to find a way around it. That's the one great thing about watching soccer. First of all, you're in and out in two hours. Second of all, forty five minutes of all continual clock. Yeah. Tick 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 tick. No tick, commercials. Tick tick, tick tick tick. Crazy. Sick. We need that. How how like how how are they not just like I get timeouts right because there are timeouts during a game so you will have time to <clears throat> space in some more commercials but why aren't quarters just sponsored? Companies oh. gonna companies can afford it. That's some revolutionary shit, dude. It's just... They're easy... There's gotta be ways to fix this. It's gotta be. Same thing in basketball. There's too many... You need to limit the... Oh, the TV
1: timeouts in basketball is ridiculous. You then.
0: need to limit the amount of timeouts you can take uh, in the last, like, six minutes of a game, too. Stuff like that.
1: Dude. When's the last time you went to a game? My boy Ryan, he sold you those tickets, right? Or did you get them from somebody else? No.
0: Yeah, we went... We just went oh you just went bottom yeah of the, yeah dude so you
1: noticed dude, dude I go to Ryan I go to my, um, the Celtics games with my buddy Ryan all the time and it's just ridiculous how many TV timeouts they have dude it's just absolutely ridiculous dude and, like, until you really start going to a lot of NBA games, you don't realize what's going on. Like, dude, the players know when it's going to happen. Right. They don't even inbound the ball. It's fucking crazy. It'll be, like, a close game. It'll be, like, a six-point game in the heat of the third quarter. And the dude will just get the ball and then just walk straight to the bench. And you're like, yo, what the fuck's going on? Cool. And you're like... And then the lights turn off. sudden dancers come out. And you're like,
0: oh, TV timeout. Well, it's cool. because it's, like... It's, like every like four minutes or like it's like within like the last four minutes of a quarter and the first four minutes it's something like that so yeah the players the players know
1: no the players know exactly yeah
0: yeah i mean there's definitely especially baseball too um you figure there's got it we just we're we are not we are not creative enough in sports and that's because there's so many there's so much money involved which means there's a lot of people involved and a lot of squares. And a lot of people who literally just don't give a shit about the actual game product as long as they're making money. Of you know, nothing'll ever change until they stop making money. So it's unfortunate. Um on that note too, like I'm surprised there aren't a lot of alternate sports leagues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there should be more. I mean, especially now when you have a ton of smart, younger people who have a lot of money, or millionaires and stuff like that, and web streaming is so good, and our technology and our setup is so much better now. Like, I'm surprised there aren't more cool, alternate sports leagues. Yeah. Yeah. I would rip. It's like, where's the creativity? You know what I mean? Like, there should be... In Ultimate Frisbee League one hundred percent. Yeah, dude. just whatever. Capture the flag, paintball, I mean whatever the hell. I mean you figure you could have a platform or a website to stream all of these services. You you pay them to set it up and everything and you'd stream whatever the hell you want. You and f- I
1: figured there'd be more. Dude, you would figure there'd be more. Do you see the type of shit that's on ESPN two on a fucking Sunday morning, dude? Yeah. You wake bowling. up to the most dude, I'm arm wrestling, <laughs> Nick. Nicholas, arm wrestling, dude. Arm wrestling has a two-hour block on a fucking Sunday morning. I can't play a little bit of Ultimate Frizz with my boys out there? What the fuck, dude? We can't, like, dude. I don't know. It's just absolutely ridiculous to me.
0: That is a great way to end the podcast. Mike getting fired up about arm wrestling because Ultimate Frisbee is getting the fucking shaft. I mean, if it was arm wrestling from like random bars, I would definitely watch it. But like oh, you said. It's, I pay per view. To, are it, you serious? It, it's these fucking. Like, what was, what was that? what's that movie with uh, Spencer Slater? Over, Over the, the top, top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, if it was that, there were colorful characters, yeah, sure. But like you said, it's just going to be a bunch of fucking huge ass dudes. Dude, I watched like, it for 10 minutes and got so upset I had to fucking go outside and walk my dog. Regulation kills everything, bro. Regulation kills everything. So I think that's where we're gonna <laughs> wrap up. So it's just a little over the top. That's a weird way. Um, hope you guys like this. Uh, we'll do. We'll have a few more coming to you down the pipeline. You know, maybe we'll do some music or maybe, you know, who knows, Mike? We'll just we'll just we'll play just, it by ear. Yeah.
1: We'll just uh, we'll keep our eyes out on social media and leave some comments too. If you guys have a subject you'd like to hear, our Skewed point of view on fucking, we'd love to give it to you.
0: I literally think Monday Nights of the Res are gonna be our new brainstorming oh, fucking sessions, man. Hell yeah, like, that's we're, just, we're gonna think up shit, like, for instance. The I think the McDonald's All-American high school boys team Could beat the WNBA all-star team Because the athleticism is too much And I almost had to fight Mike and Ben At the same time last night
1: Dude, the two midgets almost jumped the six and a half foot tall Fugel because this dude was talking Wild last night the, Dude, they're broads, but they're smart They've been playing basketball a long time. These kids are worried about Instagram selfies and fucking what they're doing in the hallway at school and shit. Yeah,
0: but I think they would be so locked in because they know they could not lose. For gender? Like
1: you you're yeah. taking on the whole gender right now. You yeah. have every dude on the planet on your fucking back right yeah. now. Seriously. <laughs> but what about the women? Well, oh, know, it's the same thing. You know the Billy Jean King thing. Yeah. They just they're in there
0: just like doing HGH and shit. Like we can't lose to these <laughs> to these boys. <laughs> one more thing on that walk in the res can you imagine if like somebody was coming to murder us while we were out there and they're they're literally i i feel like that's why you guys have never been caught like i feel like you guys could have been murdered like five times over but they're like yo i don't even want to hear these fucking crazy guys do you hear what they're fucking talking about dude get the fuck out of here
1: the and, and the the quickness it we're like a shutter speed of a lens at how quick it will change. We'll be talking about hip-hop, then we'll be talking about World War II, then we'll be talking about
0: feminism, then we'll be go back to hip-hop all within 15 minutes. Great fucking combos. And on that note, this has been our first episode of Pearl Street Sports. Take a kid fishing.